welcome back to episode Sans for Sans, the set of late VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. All three at the same time. Here, I alone have the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. Hear that, manager? I hope you are hearing that. Because you gotta come back. <laughs> uh... Because you don't have this stuff until you're back on the show. Sorry. Not sorry. That's what we always say. Ah, Let's get right into it. So, I actually have today till, I think, midweek off of work. And today I actually took off. I did not forget to take it off. But let's get into the soundtrack of the day. Because I worked out for how long? Exactly an hour here. Exactly an hour. Starting with The Best of Me by Sum 41. Blink Marquee by Yuna and G Easy. Artificial Man by Hey Champ. Echoes in Rain by Enya. I gotta say, Enya is a little odd getting it for a workout session. But every now and then you gotta have some. Cowabunga by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> coming out of our shells soundtrack I have to say when I first heard the soundtrack I was a bit disappointed because I, I don't know when you have a you have an initial thought in your head of what something's gonna sound like and when it doesn't sound like that it's a little disappointing however after multiple listens this album is actually pretty good I mean it's quirky it's fun the only thing I would say that the April ballad is terrible. And maybe there's one or two songs that just don't fit in there, but the rest are kind of fun. I have to say, the show might have been an epic failure, but after, if you really listen to the music and also have some fun with it, you could you could kind of appreciate it. Then we go to Hot in the City by Billy Idol, Big City Dreams by Never Shout Never, I Knew You Won by Mariana's Trench, Kiss Me Babe, It's Christmas Time, Owl City. I love how the past couple days it's been inputting like one or two Christmas songs into the mix because it is that time of the season or it is that time of the year and you just need a song or two just to get you in that mood then we go to Jacques Cousteau by Swimming with Dolphins Jump by Van Halen Crazy by Simple Plan I'm going to butcher this but it's such a nice song it's it's very psalmy it's called Heimier Arnadere by Christopher Beck from the Frozen soundtrack it's one of those kind of chanty, psalmy types of songs. It's not like Let It Go at all. Then we go to Boom! Exclamation point by Simple Plan. As She Fell Through the Stars by Aether. And then finishing it off with Wrong by the Airborne Toxic Event. And that is the playlist today. (sighs) It was a good one. Very, very energetic. Very fun. And I'm going to get into the topics, and today is going to be another movie day. I think being away and being 
with family and friends and taking a week off a lot of time you know I watch a lot of movies and I watch a lot of content it's kind of it's one of my things to do and watch in watching and talking about movies it's it's just one of my things so here we go today we watched for the second day of December we watched a classic a must watch every year home alone the original with Macaulay Culkin this movie is just fun I mean it it brings you back to your childhood I mean depending on your age obviously but it brings you back to being a kid again and you I don't know whoever watches this movie if you don't feel like you're jealous of Kellen of Kevin McAllister and you don't want to be him there's something wrong with you because everybody wants to be in that position at some point being home alone and then after a few days or you know however so long you would want things to return back to normal and this movie is great yesterday I talked about how character is key character was in all three of the movies I watched it um, and talked about yesterday and the same goes for this because the actual battle or all the hijinks and the slapstick stuff that happens with the burglars happens within the last 30 minutes of the movie so you actually need a solid family structure to uphold the me- to uphold the movie until that time and they succeed with this movie. Now this series has, I think, five movies now. And of course, the first two are the only ones that people actually care about. Because they're the only ones that really give you a sense, a realistic sense of relatable characters. And a story that's still, like while it's out there, it's still within reach. So, this movie, it's... It's just fun. I mean, they have so many one-liners in this thing. I mean, I have to say, with our French numbers, when the family member says to Kevin, "You're what they, you're what the French call les incompetents," that is so funny. And then Kevin, you're such a disease. And you can't forget Uncle Frank. Look what you did, you little jerk. Oh my god. I mean, the one-liners in this movie are just so quotable. And they just stick with you forever. Um, I'm trying to think. Besides that, the movie within the movie is hilarious. Uh, hey talking to my cats now. Uh, and then there are a couple weird things so in the first one and the second one they always make an outlier character so in this one you have the old man who everybody has the rumor that he's some type of killer or murderer and then he's trying to befriend Kevin and it's hilarious because you see him in multiple times where he's just silent and staring at him 
And then you get him at the pharmacy store to where he walks up behind Kevin and slams his bloody hand onto the counter, still not saying anything. And we're supposed to, like, he wants to he wants to be nice with the kid and that's how you be nice to the kid like holy crap like that's pretty odd and psychotic and then when you figure out like what's going on and you get into the church and they have that therapy session it's just an odd <laughs> an odd thing but it works with the movie i think the the santa in the movie is really charming and really cool it it's those little things that they do in the movie that really make it what it is. The Wet Bandits, of course, are hilarious. Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are amazing. And maybe that's the downfall of the third, the fourth, and the fifth movies. They don't keep up with the same bandits. You don't keep up with the same family. It's just odd. So, when they actually get to the point to where everybody, you know, is waiting for the big showdown, all these traps and tricks are handled so good. Like, where Harry is getting his head blown up and his hand burnt to a crisp, and then Marv is getting his feet destroyed by the ice, the tar, and the nail. Oh my god, that scene is hilarious. He steps on the nail and is just like... Screams and just falls off. <sighs> timeless. Timeless, timeless. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's... I don't think this movie or this series would be made today. And it's kind of sad because it has a certain feel to it that embraces you when you watch it. The only odd time that I ever watched this and felt out of place was when I was watching it with someone that was taking it too seriously. So say when all the traps were happening, they were just like, oh yeah, like that would really happen. Or, like, this isn't believable. It's like, of course it's not. You have to let your mind go and just accept what it is and just have fun with it. And if you have not seen Home Alone yet, I suggest you get out there and you see it. Now, for number two. Over the holiday season, I was able to watch a Elvis movie. V Viva Las Vegas. And this is kind of like Home Alone. It has its place and it has its time. Obviously it has Elvis in it. So the time frame has to be then. During his career. But. These movies. If they weren't made when they were. They just wouldn't fit. And it would just seem awkward, but this is another one where it's just the perfect time, the perfect place, the perfect people, and that style of filming and that style, like the 
it's hard to know exactly what they're going for because you know it's like light-hearted fun a little bit of comedy a little bit of action it's it's an like if you didn't have elvis and you didn't have those types of people in it it wouldn't work and i don't know what i don't know who would take the place of him today I don't think I don't think you have a person that would take the place. Maybe even ever. The only other person I could think is MJ. And not Michael Jordan. I'm talking Michael Jackson. But this movie is it's super cheesy, but it's so much fun. I mean, you watch these movies, if you take it seriously, you're going to be tortured you're gonna be tortured but if you have fun with it you can have a lot of fun with these movies uh i'm trying to think like the sets the songs i mean everything just feels right and even though it's even though there's obviously better movies out there when you're watching it you kind of get taken away and that's what movies are supposed to do I mean, yes, the car scenes are very cheesy and very outdated, but it fits within the setting. Where they're eating, how they're talking to each other. It's the right place, the right time. Everything is nicely folded up. I will say, I love, love Elvis's stage performance. His dance is amazing when he's singing Viva Las Vegas. I mean, it's so much fun. If you, I almost want to dress up as him for Halloween and just all day just bounce around like that with like my hands like doing that weird... Like your arms are up and your hands are kind of pointing or snapping a little bit. I kind of want to do that like all day. And this also brought me back to kind of my college days because I used to know um, a girl. I was a friends with a girl and one of her things, her interests were Elvis movies. So I already had kind of a more in-depth understanding of what I was watching because I watched like a ton of them. And they're all kind of similar. But they created a world that feels good. I mean, you watch these and you just have fun with them. I don't, like I said, I don't know who, if there is a better personality other than Elvis to do these. Because he's kind of like the perfect person to, he's kind of good looking. He's not taking he's not taking it too seriously. He could take a punch, he could throw a joke, and he could kind of do it all. I will say though, I also watched Jailhouse Rock. And it's kind of weird because it's an early it's an earlier movie for him, and it's bizarre because they want us to like, I mean everybody the majority of people like Elvis and I think they they want us to like him. He's the main character. But they make him out to be a murderer. And then he's also like 
he has an anger issue. He has a temper. And he beats people up and we're supposed to like him. I mean, this is just craziness. It, it's just odd. If it wasn't Elvis, the whoever was doing this would be in jail forever. But... Again, I would recommend. I would recommend some of these movies, especially Viva Las Vegas. Go check it out. Now let's get to the Disney movie of the day. And this is Home on the Range. Now what I said about Brother Bear the other day to where... I don't understand why they, they are stopping or they're slowing down the 2D animated movies. This movie... I kind of understand why they're slowing it down. <laughs> or they're not doing it anymore. Because this movie is a bust. This movie is... To go from Brother Bear to this is almost an insult. It's so bad. I I don't... I mean, of course you get nice animation. But... Nice animation is not the only thing. You need good characters and you need a story that people care about and this lacks all that and on top of that you get voice actors that are just so over the top and just speak of the main character I love Roseanne that show is amazing but her voicing a character is pretty annoying because her her personality is so big that I'm only seeing Roseanne and seeing it coming out of a cow's mouth it just isn't working for me so you're following these three cows and they're trying to save their farm and then you come across like a sheriff's horse or something or a horse that wants to be like a cowboy's horse or something I don't know and He's super annoying. And then you also have these two villains. I, I mean, you have a couple. You have a, even a couple more. But you have these villains. And usually I love villains. But this villain, villain is kind of like a miss. It's a... He's a yodeler that hypnotizes the cattle to follow him and then he's just trying to take over all the land so everybody has to give up their farm but he's just he's not interesting there's no there's no arc or any humor or anything that really sets him apart like he's he's no Corella Deville he's no Ursula he's no Scar And it just is odd. I don't, I don't, it's hard to f point the finger at the exact thing that makes this movie fail. But when you watch it, it, like I'm just surprised it's a Disney movie. I'm really surprised. It doesn't seem like it is. So I would not recommend this movie. If watch home watch home alone or watch an Elvis movie instead of this movie or just skip this Disney movie altogether and move on to another Disney movie 
Maybe go back and watch Brother Bear. Man, I cannot say enough good things about that movie. And this has been episode Sans with Sans Decept of Lay VOTP.